Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the Oz Movie Geek podcast. I'm your host, Pado. Today I'll be doing a review of The X-Files I Want to Believe. Like I mentioned in my The Empty Man review, I did want to review this film as an introduction to reviewing some X-Files themed stuff uh, going forward. I do really like The X-Files. Um, and this is a film, like I mentioned in my Empty Man review, that is definitely a, I guess, a departure from what we knew as X-Files fans at the time, and definitely one that's divisive among fans too. Um, It came at a time where people weren't really looking forward to a new X-Files-related film or or TV event. Um, Fans had sort of forgotten about the X-Files at the time, and I think Fox saw it as an avenue to revitalize the franchise and move it forward especially with the boom of television looming as well um and i just think it came at a time where people were like i don't really know if we're ready to revisit the x-files again is it something that fans want is it something that fans don't want like they were really testing the waters to see exactly what they could get away with um and it wasn't until nearly 10 years after the release of this film that we did get a revised series with two seasons, um, X-Files seasons 10 and 11, um, which I'm a fan of. I, I actually really like um, some elements. Season 10 has one of my favourite episodes of re- uh, memory. Um, that is Mulder and Scully meeting the Ware monster, which I really just enjoy that episode. Um, but it is a, a show that has played a big part in my life in, in regards to my love for film and television. Um, yes, the film, the show, especially in the 90s, definitely has some cheesier elements, but it still does hold up remarkably well, especially some early episodes. Um, season 1 has some great uh, episodes. I watched Ice again recently, which is the John Carpenter, The Thing-inspired um, episode where they're stuck at a remote research facility. But I really do like The X-Files, and I wanted to do I Want to Believe first because I think it's the most divisive film among the two. Um, I don't love the first X-Files film either. Um, I think it could be a lot better, and it's very slow. Um, I Want to Believe does follow a very dangerous trend, I suppose, with adaptations or um, movie uh, versions of television shows. I I Want to Believe doesn't play as well with fans of the show, but might play better with general movie-going audiences. It really just depends on your view of this film. Me, personally, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I don't think it's as bad as what some people say. It's definitely not deserving of its Rotten Tomatoes score, but it is a film that I can see why people don't like it, but I can also see if people loved it. It really is divisive, but it's interesting as well. So, Without further ado, we'll get stuck into it, so take it away, trailer. I had a vision. I see a woman's face. I hear dogs barking. They're out there. I'm not the most popular girl at the FBI right now. Scully? Mulder? Father Joe claims a psychic connection. So you believe in these sort of things? Let's just say I want to believe. Don't give up. You see them? See eyes staring out. I 
visions for God's work. Maybe it's not God doing the sending. What do you see? Father Joe? Chasing monsters in the dark. It's here. I need you on this with me. It's here. It's here. Here. So The X-Files, I Want to Believe, did come out back in 2008 and was written and directed by series creator Chris Carter and stars David Duchovny as Fox Mulder, Gillian Anderson as Dana Scully and supporting characters of Billy Connolly, Amanda Peet, um, Mitch Piegli and uh, Adam Godley. And the film follows Mulder and Scully who are called back to duty by the FBI when a former priest claims to be receiving psychic visions pertaining to a kidnapped FBI agent Um, So this is a film, like I mentioned, is very divisive among fans, but a film that I don't hate as much as, I guess, a lot of X-Files fans do. Like I mentioned, I'm not a huge fan of the original um, film. I don't don't love it. I don't hate it. I think it's fine. It's better than this film. Um, But this film, at the same time, plays probably a bit better. It's not as slow. Um, It is quite... I, I guess it's quite quick. There's a lot of things going on, but... One of my frustrations with it is uh, the divided plot. So we have our central mystery, which is that Billy Connolly's priest, um, who has been excommunicated by the Vatican um, as he's been under investigation for the molestation of 37 kids. Um, It's pretty gross, pretty disgusting. Um, But he's saying now that he's receiving these psychic visions as some unexplained supernatural phenomena occurs where he potentially might be linked um, to the murders, we don't really know what's going on. So he's getting visions of this kidnapped agent. There's a couple of other females who have been kidnapped as well. They pull up the missing persons file, see that there's a bit of a um, a trend going on in this small um, town here. And essentially, yeah, Mulder is called back into the FBI. Um, he's been excommunicated and actually wanted on charges. Um, but that seems to go away during the film. And that's a reoccurring theme is that there's plot points that are introduced in the film that are also forgotten quite quickly after. Um, So that's our general plot. And then we have Scully who's, um, uh, there's a boy who has a severe um, disorder um, and she wants to do a a form of experimental surgery on um, this child, but the hospital doesn't want them to go ahead with the surgery because it is experimental, but she feels like she can save this boy's life. So, um, and there's a a relationship turmoil between Mulder and Scully as well, um, saying that Scully doesn't really think that she can go along doing this anymore, chasing, um, I guess, what Mulder wants to chase. He wants to find, you know, the the existence of extraterrestrial life. Um, And that idea is explored throughout this film, uh, like it is with all X-Files related content. Um, Scully the skeptic, Mulder is the believer, or he wants to believe. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the general premise. So why don't fans like it? I think a lot of that comes down to just the actual plot itself. It doesn't really delve into the supernatural a great deal. The biggest point of supernatural content in the film is that 
Billy Connolly's priest is having these premonitions of um, the kidnapped girls. He's seeing, you know, what's going on when they are kidnapped, that they're being held. He can see that there's dogs around. Um, and Scully's very skeptical of it, as she is, because she is the skeptic, but she also doesn't like the priest because of what he's been accused of. And Mulder and Scully are also dealing with the, I, I guess, the what's introduced where they had to give up their child, William, um, so there's a bit of that going on as well. So she definitely has that maternal instincts where she's just thinking, you know, this man's a scumbag. He's a horrible person. Um, I, I don't want to believe him. Why would he be gifted with this? Is it a gift? Is it a curse? Um, and, and that sort of thing. So we are dealing with some really interesting plot devices in this film, uh, some interesting themes as well, and even some interesting social and political commentary too. Um, Chris Carter does a pretty good job with this film, I feel like, as a director. From a directorial standpoint, the film is quite good looking. There's some really interesting shots. Um, we're introduced at the very start of the film to the agent being kidnapped. Um, and then we have a hard cut to them searching for the body in the ice. And that was a really good se sequence. It was really well filmed. It was eerie as well because of how quiet it was. And you can just hear the picks in the ice as they're searching through the ice for the disappearance of the girl. Potentially she's dead. We don't know. Um, and then we cut to... Um, Mulder, who after years has been, you know, um, got, he's going insane pretty much. He's a recluse. He's just looking for his um, for his sister still and trying to find the existence of supernatural phenomena, whether it be extraterrestrials. He's just trying to find proof. Um, and he wants that proof as more of a justification as to what he spent his life doing um, because if he doesn't find it, then is he's existence of what he's been doing is it a waste is, is it all for nothing so that's an interesting point of view too and it's very well handled I, I i like those plot elements because it brings the characters of Mulder and scully into perspective they're themes that we've dealt with in many x-files episodes before even the film and the most recent uh two tv series as well with um seasons 10 and 11 um and it is very familiar but at the same time the different aspects of introducing uh, Billy Connolly as this priest. It is an interesting plot device. I like, uh, I don't like his character as such, but I really did like Billy Connolly's performance. I thought he was fantastic. Um, more known for his comedic musings, but I thought that he was really good in this film, so I really did enjoy seeing him. Uh, Amanda Peet was also really good. Um, and the chemistry between Mulder and Scully, or Duchovny and Anderson, they're still fantastic together, um, and it's pretty crazy to think that after you know nearly a ten year absence on the on screen together, that they're still able to just bring forth this gravitas, and they remain the best part of the show, uh, even in the low points of season um, eleven, uh, which did have a couple episodes here and there that I didn't like, mainly the my struggle uh, alien mythology episodes. Um, but I do feel the two of them are still the anchor of this um, X Files universe. Really, they're they're the the crux of the show, and I don't think you could have the X-Files without them. Um, David Duchovny notoriously leaving in seasons, um, uh, season nine there um, and replaced with Robert Patrick. Um, Robert Patrick's fantastic, don't get me wrong, but he's no Dave Duchovny, and his chemistry with Gillian Anderson is nowhere near as good. Uh, the two of them on screen together are just dynamic, and they're, they're really good to, to see on screen. Um, and I, like I said, I just don't think if the X-Files comes back again with another reboot... You either have these two on board or you don't do it at all. Um, I'm happy to be, you know, for it to be 
a, a different um, take if you don't call it the X Files and you have it set within the universe. Fair enough, do do that. I don't really care, but don't call it the X Files and not have these two because it just won't work. Um, they're just really good together. Gillian uh, Anderson at times definitely um, uh, overshadows Duchovny. Um, I think she's the better actress. She's fantastic, um, but. I think that yeah, these two are just the, the they're the core of the show and I and and the X Files universe. So you can't really have the show without the two of them. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, there are just some things that are forgotten about during the film. The the idea it ends up being that the the Russian organ uh, traffickers on the black market don't really care. It doesn't really play well for me on screen. I just think that it's kind of a a bit of a blur moment. I, I just don't think that the actual plot itself is fantastic. It's the ideas surrounding the plot. So like Billy Connolly's character, um, Mulder and Scully and their investigation, all of that is very interesting. It's just the plot itself doesn't really yeah, do it for me. I, I, the mystery is just not there. I just don't really care. Um, and it's a bit of a shame because um, the everything surrounding that initial plot is actually really good. It's just the plot itself. It's like, the idea of these characters and what they'll be doing came before the actual plot. Um, you could have had something a bit more interesting, maybe a bit more of an interesting villain. Um, these people were doing like experiments with animals and stuff. Um, it's Duchovny determines at the end that um, the psychic connection between um, Father Joe and um, the ba bad guy Russian, um, essentially that they were like psychologically linked. They both died at the same time. They both died from the same disease. So, you know, what was going on there. It's interesting, don't get me wrong, but it just doesn't really play well for me and I just think that is a huge issue. If you had a more interesting plot, maybe even dealing with some of the alien mythology stuff, you deal with it in the first film, but it's kind of overshadowed and not really talked about here. And it is the main crux of the show and I know that a lot of people prefer the Monster of the Week stuff than what they do, the actual, you know, alien mythology stuff, but Alien mythology stuff still is the core of the show. So if you don't really have that there, then you don't have that reoccurring storyline. The Monster of the Week stuff are some of the best episodes. Like I mentioned, Ice being one of my favorites. I love uh, the episode Home, um, Clive, uh, the, the Final Repose as well. Like yeah, Those are all fantastic elements of the X-Files and you can't really have those elements without um, that, that core story because that really just brings it all back full circle. So... This feels like it's just its own standalone thing. Um, and like I mentioned, the plot's just not there for me to really love. But at the same time, I understand if people do love this film because it's probably one of the better-looking X-Files-related things. It just It's really well-filmed. Chris Carter does a good job there. It's just his writing isn't, isn't here. And I've noted that a lot of fans have said in, in the past that they reckon the biggest problem with Chris Carter and the X-Files is actually his involvement with the show moving forward because he loves it and he lends a lot of creativity to it, but at the same time, he's not as passionate, I don't think, as what he would have been when this show first started. He was a huge, huge like science fiction fan, and I think it's gotten to the point where New Blood and bringing creativity back to the show could be really interesting, maybe a different perspective, bringing different... Uh, writers on boards, different directors, could really revitalise the show. And I think during this time, uh, an X-Files re revitalization if done correctly, can do very well. I know we only got seasons 10 and 11 recently, but you could really continue with like a season 12, a season 13, a new movie. Um, and I would really like to see if Disney, moving forward, would like to revisit something with the X-Files, because I feel like you can. There's a lot there. 
Um, and I'm sure Duchovny and Anderson would both return. Duchovny's not doing a great deal. Gillian Anderson has a few TV shows here and there. She actually just won Best Actress for her portrayal of Margaret Thatcher in The Crown uh, recently, and she's in Sex Education. Uh, she was in The Fall as well, which is a fantastic miniseries. So her return to television um, is pretty iconic. She's done wonderful things in these last couple of years, but Duchovny's not overly busy, and I don't think he really needs to work either but if he was to return to the x-files i would be all for it i'm a huge fan of his and i'm a huge fan of the show so all in all i think if you like the x-files and i want to believe is a fine you know detour for an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes it's it's not fantastic but it definitely has elements in there that i really do enjoy but like i mentioned i can understand why people don't like it but if you did like it i understand that as well so yeah, The X-Files I Want to Believe is fine. It's just not fantastic. So I'm going to give The X-Files I Want to Believe a 6 out of 10. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. I don't think it deserves the critical pandering that it definitely um, received. or it, It's not that bad, but it's not fantastic. So that's my overall thoughts there of The X-Files I Want to Believe. So that brings this episode to a close, guys. So thank you for listening. Like I mentioned, I'm going to touch base with X-Files-related content during the year whether that be reviews of individual episodes, lists or discussion of my favorite episodes or favorite moments. Not entirely sure, but I wanted to start with a review of this film because it is probably the most divisive piece of X-Files material that is out there. So, yeah, that's my plan moving forward with the X-Files. So thank you all for listening, and until next time, peace out.